and welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your question. My name's Cheyenne. And I'm Gina. Class is now in session. Today, we're going to be talking about religion. Um, I know when I, I think I was the one who proposed this topic, and you didn't seem super excited for it, Gina. Do you want to delve into your background with religion a little bit? <laughs> I was hesitant to approach this topic because I feel like I'm not really sure where I'm at with religion right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up Catholic and Same. I wasn't big into anything in the Catholic church, but I did go to a Christian camp that I absolutely loved. And it was a summer camp. There was a lot of summer camp things mm -hmm. and who doesn't love to like sit around the campfire and sing songs. And I felt a really big sense of community and belonging there. Mm -hmm. So I took that as like a symbol of my relationship with Christianity overall and not just like that particular camp in a way. Yeah. So I was a pretty like strong Christian for a bit, not in like a recruiting others. Yeah. I was always very like bring your own religion kind of kind of girl, but mm -hmm. I um was definitely known as being religious. In fact, do you remember like form spring? Was that ever a yes. thing? Yeah. Right. So if for people who don't know, like people could submit anonymous questions and it was really just a unique way to bully somebody in high school. <laughs> yeah. And somebody sent me a question. I only had it open for like a day. And I was like, I've had yeah. enough of this. Yeah. Somebody sent me a question that was like, if you love God so much, why do you suck so much dick which is hilarious because at like, the time I'm I sucking sucked dick for two Jesus. dicks no I'm I've sucking sucked, dick for I Jesus. two dicks Cheyenne two like all I these mean, why do you suck so much dicks that's two a dicks. lot for a Christian both my boyfriends they're not your husband are, I guess <laughs> neither of them were my husband so I had quite a reputation I don't know what yeah. my high school fucking thinks of me I have no idea then in in college actually I had a roommate who was pretty Christian and she used to like have like Bible study at our, at our mm -hmm. apartment. So there was a time when I was like deep in kind of got away you in college. In wow. Okay. Well, like deep in and, and in and out, right? Like I kind of yeah. made my own rule, not even my own rules. I was the kind of Christian that was like, you know, like you're just, just here to be a good person, not yeah. just, like, just be a good human. Yeah. And like, yeah, if you want something to happen, pray. And like, mm -hmm. I don't disagree with those things, mm -hmm. but I also uh, definitely kind of took some steps back from religion since mm -hmm. then, obviously. Yeah. I don't really, I like kind of think organized religion in any capacity is a cult, but definitely like Christianity and Catholicism specifically. <laughs> Yeah. And um, wh when I go home for the holidays, I like kind of I don't know if my family realizes, but I like low refuse to go to the Catholic church. I will attend a midnight service at our Methodist church, but it's more because they have really good songs and a bell choir and a really pretty candle lighting service that I just think is like nice. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm kind of like getting over Christmas because I love gift giving, but I'm like, this is so lack of separation of church and state. And I don't know, once your eye gets open to certain things, you're just kind of like, oh God. Mm -hmm. So I have like a cross tattoo that I want to get morphed into a cactus. You do? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll show 
anybody who's on Patreon can see right okay. now on my right ankle is a cross that I got when I was like 19 and uh, it's going to be turned into something else. I just, you know, money. Um, right now, I, I kind of feel strange about religion because I don't I feel like it does more harm than good. And I don't understand that when like it's supposed to be something uh, positive. Mm-hmm. I've also had some family members say to me that they believe marriage is between a man or a woman. And they said it to me like there was like nothing wrong with saying it to me. And I choose my battles with my family. So like I obviously have a million arguments against that. Mm-hmm. It, But it's kind of like with my family and I ta- I'm talking about this currently in therapy, I've been very pick my battles because I do want a good yeah. relationship with my family. But then how much of that is like harming me? How much of that hides myself mm. from them? And I'm, I, am I okay with that? So this right. is, this is all, I'm sorry. We're having my own like therapy session in the beginning of this episode it. right now, but I love this it. is all why I have this complex um, thing about religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know that I believe in God or like, I, I, yeah, I was going to in- say like, what, where was the like, I know you said you were kind of in and out, but like, where was the shift? Like, was there a big, did something big happen or was it like a series of small things? It almost like shifted from, and I feel like I'm not unique on this um, path. It like shifted from religion to just more like spirituality. I don't really believe in any of the religions that like man has made, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. I do believe in the idea of like, be a good person because that's Mm -hmm. what you should do. I also believe in some sort of like energy exchange, like in some religions, you might call it prayer, but I also think like in other religions, it's rituals or like Mm -hmm. voodoo or whatever, manifestation, putting energy towards something Mm -hmm. literally manifesting. And so there's kind of overlap. I also find theology as a, like a, a study really interesting. Like Mm -hmm. I love learning about non-Christian religions. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend has grown up non-Christian. I I have a couple Jewish friends and there's so many things I have no idea about because Christianity is the like, you know, in the normative society, it's your Christian is like the majority in a way. Yeah. Bullshit. Like Western society. Yeah. And that's why we get Christmas off, but like not Hanukkah or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck else, you know what I'm saying? Like it's all, there's no separation of church and state. I will get off my soapbox. I promise. (laughs) I will just say as an ending thought, even though I'm very confused about a lot of things regarding religion, you cannot argue with me that there are some Christian rock songs that fucking slap. (laughs) And I still love all the Christian songs we sang at camp. Oh my God. No, don't make me do this. Cause I I do it. My friend, I want to know if I know. I used to like sing a bunch of camp songs. And so, like, my favorite one, it goes like this Walking on heaven's road, you're going to lay down my heavy load because Jesus said he'd walk along his heavy load. I just want to emphasize Jesus's heavy load. Sorry to any Christians that are my heavy load because Jesus said he'd walk with me. He's walking. All right. It's all cult. Talk. Walking down I to love- pound town. 
Yo, my friend and I, who's my friend, who's a literal atheist, we will still just send voice notes of our old Christian songs back and forth and they slap every fucking time. I'm not going to lie. My girlfriend and I do sing (laughs) Christian songs to each other sometimes. Like she'll sing me something. I'm like, I don't know that. Catchy. (laughs) <laughs> like our God is an awesome God. Some he God he reigns from heaven. From heaven our God with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome. We used to sing that as a round, and it was good. Like it's good. Yeah. So like you would start our God, and then the next person would be like our God, and it would kind of like layer. Stop. <laughs> Stop. So we did it around the campfire. Not, we're like boys this girls. fucking camp rock Christian camp. <laughs> That was me. I'm a very complex layered person. <laughs> I, I see have that. this weird complicated I, past with religion. I I see that now. When you were talking about the camp, actually, um, I don't know if it was a TikTok or if it was a tweet, but someone mm-hmm. was like, I used to think like I was like very like religious and had like this deep connection with God because just like the music at church moved me so much. And they were like, turns out I just like live music. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my best friend, literally. And yeah. that's why we send the songs back and forth. And they're on TikTok. There was a thing going around where it was like house music with the thing over it that's like I am a C H R A S D I A. And then 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 remember that. That was literally the best fucking thing I'd heard in a long time. Ah, I love it. What about um isn't Evanescence a Christian rock band that I can feel? Oh no, it's Flyleaf. I can feel you all around me. That's about Jesus. Oh my God. Wait, who's the band who did? Um, <laughs> it wasn't be my, be my Escape. Oh, I'm giving, up, I'm giving up slow. Reliant Reliant K. K. Yeah. Yes, they were Christian, <laughs> Christian band. I didn't did know, know that, that about that. No, uh, no. Yeah, when I think Christian of like, Christian music, I think of like, um, what if God was one of us? Do you know? The- <laughs> Just a slob. Like, a musical? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I that was like that that's not from yeah. like godspeed or whatever no i don't think or so God, i've never seen that, that, that yeah was. yeah no i don't know i don't think so um okay jesus yeah. christ superstar i've never seen that i'd like to but um yeah so going into my history with religion i actually yeah, was sorry. also it's okay i was also raised catholic um i come from a super Italian family on my mom's side so they were like pretty mm-hmm. big into Catholicism and I still have like family members who are more religious today but luckily my mom's like she's like spiritual but not like into the organized religion especially mm-hmm. like all the shit that happens like within the Catholic church and how fucked up it is she just like doesn't subscribe to like the organized aspect but she still does have like a belief in god but also she like will do witchcraft with me so she's just kind of down for whatever um (laughs) but yes i was also raised catholic and around the time that i was in high school my grandma got cancer and i like prayed all the time that she would like live and then i feel like Mm -hmm. i stopped praying for like a month or something and like she died and i was like it was my fault and then i was like you know what like god like wouldn't do that like put on yourself i know i know I, i feel like catholicism in general there's a lot of like shame and guilt and like yeah taking um responsibility for things that aren't necessarily your responsibility so I feel like that was just Mm. the natural progression of it for me (laughs) um and that was led into like a my first like very depressive episode and like just 
becoming like disillusioned with religion in general and then I was like very strictly atheist and now I'd say I'm like spiritual like I think like there's a lot of interconnectedness in the universe and I've had weird experiences that shouldn't be explainable um and it's just like I definitely feel like there is some connection there um but like I wouldn't say that I believe there's like a man in the sky or like that there's a hell or a heaven or like even a higher being like I think it's just like where we are the universe experiencing what it is to have a human experience like we're just here to have a human experience whether that's good or bad it's like taking it all and just like learning what it is to be human so I think like that is why we're here and what we're doing and um you know I don't think that there's like some predetermined like fate or destiny or anything like that necessarily I mean sometimes I do feel that way but a lot of the time I don't would you say you have any like religious trauma connected to how you were raised I mean it I sounds like a little bit with right like the family word. like that's kind of traumatic like being told I think I'm you'll like, frustrated yeah um the reason that I asked was because I want to share this story and it's I guess it's kind of funny now um oh no but it wasn't really back then. I feel like, I don't know if I've shared this before. I feel like I might've told you this, but I don't know if it was on the podcast, but I used to like, it's like little R, little T religious trauma. Like it's not like a big, like overt thing. Like there are definitely worse scenarios other people have been in. But I just remember when I was like eight, nine, 10, I don't know, maybe it was going on before that, maybe after. I have no idea how long it went on for. But I used to not be able to sleep at night because I would be laying in bed praying to God that I would not be the next mother of Jesus. Like, I really thought he was going to send an angel to my room and they were going to be like, you're pregnant, bitch. Like, I was every I think night- you did reference this maybe yeah. on Patreon, but that is <laughs> wild. Every single night I'd lay in bed just terrified and be like, please not tonight. I'm not ready to be a mother. Like, please not tonight. Please not tonight. Like, I like, couldn't sleep because I would just like lay there and be terrified that that was going to happen to me. And I really, you really thought, thought that, that was like, like it was going to happen Umbrella Academy style where like one day you were just going to wake up nine months pregnant and like. Uh, I don't I don't know I don't know how much I knew about pregnancy but I knew that like (laughs) Mary supposedly was a virgin and was pregnant with and like an angel came and was like you're gonna give birth to Jesus Jesus and he's gonna be God's son and I was like I am not ready for that I don't know why I thought I would be chosen for this but like I just thought it could happen to anyone and I just felt like it was gonna happen to me and like I was just thinking earlier about how um, when I was diagnosed with ADHD, they like also mentioned that I had some obsessive compulsive tendencies. And I was like, I feel like that kind of jumped out there. The fact that I would like obsessively like pray every single night before bed. And it was just like scary. Like I genuinely believed that I was going to like have to be a parent at like eight. And I also, I think I did mention this too. I like, you know how like in cartoons, they would have the little images of like a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the yeah. other like, whispering in your ears. I like thought it was like a specific shoulder. Like the devil was always on the left. Angel was always on the right or something, but I could not remember which shoulder was supposed to be which. And I felt like I had to like sleep crushing the devil's side, but I couldn't remember which side it was on. So I'd like 
roll back and forth because like you get uncomfortable and you want to like change sides or whatever but if I was on the side oh, that Cheyenne, I thought might yeah. be the devil's side I was like the devil's gonna be whispering in my ear all night and I'm gonna be like sinning and like I'm gonna be evil and I need to crush it in my sleep like I like was obsessive about having to sleep on a certain side because I like thought that's how it worked but I couldn't remember which side was which so I just stressed myself out and it's like this is very today. obsessive it was very stressful it was so stressful but no that's sad that's very 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 like compulsive obsessive for sure and yeah you've that overlying with the layer of religion and guilt and shame Mm -hmm. and fault and all these things yeah yeah it was it was stress that's why I asked about the (laughs) religious no pun intended but Jesus Christ Jesus Christ (laughs) uh Yeah, I did want to ask you. So what do you and you don't have you tell me if you don't want to answer this, but what do you think like happens when you die? Because isn't that like what they ask, like people who don't believe like, so what do you think happens? Like, do you believe nothing happens? Do you believe in past lives, future lives? Like, what do you think about life? Are we high? I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, you might be. I'm not. (laughs) I am. But Um, I think, you know, our bodies decompose our matter goes into worm food um and you know we're kind of like recycled back throughout the universe (laughs) um but if you're asking like what I think happens to our souls I think that that energy probably disperses in a way that we can't yet determine but also it's like how much of it is is it yeah like how much of it is like us having a soul or just like our brain feeling separate from like like the rest of our body like how much of that is like what is what is it to be a human I don't know I have heard like crazy stories about past life experiences that I'm like that could be you know it's hard for me to not believe in past lives I'll say I really don't want there to be additional lives though I'm done like I'm one and done (laughs) I'm not oh, trying to come back that. here. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to come back. Yeah. And I'm tired. Like, and I've been told I had a lot of trauma in my past life. And like, yeah, I'm good after this one. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why we feel that way though. Like that's what, like, we're just over it. We've been here for like hundreds of thousands of years, like lifetimes. Um, I want to come back as something like chiller, like just like a dog for a rich, at a rich person's house. No, you I don't know? even want to be a dog. Cause that seems stressful too. I want to be like a leaf. I want to be something non-sentient. That seems stressful. I mean, leaves are sentient, I guess, in their own way. But like, I just want to, I just want to vibe. I'll be a rock. <laughs> That's not even like not an option, living. but I want to be a rock. <laughs> a blade of grass. Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to come back. I don't want to live in hell, obviously. That doesn't sound fun. I mean, if the gay people are there, I feel like it'll be more fun. But like, if heaven exists, that just sounds like a fancy prison. Like, I don't want to go there either. Like, you're just stuck there with all these people that did the right thing, quote unquote. And like, (laughs) you don't know if that aligns with what you believe. I don't know. Have you watched The Good Place? I love The Good Place. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. I was just thinking about how they talk about how heaven is like, a mixture of like every like tiny bits of every religion and just like things that no one thought of and I feel like if <laughs> heaven were to exist it would be something more like that but I do think that we our souls just like if if we have a soul like we just enter back into like the collective energy of the universe and you know sometimes there's another life and sometimes there isn't what do you think yeah 
I don't know. I do believe in past lives only because like I said, of experiences I've had Mm -hmm. and feelings that I've had and things that people who are um, clairvoyant have told me. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in heaven and hell in the traditional sense whatsoever, but I don't, I think it's naive to think that like earth and this realm is the only thing that exists. And if anything, this is hell. Right. Like maybe that it maybe. Oh, my God. Cheyenne, stop. I'm already high. Maybe fucking sorry. Is. Sorry. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, but- I, that is something I said like a week ago to my girlfriend. So <laughs> it's not a bad theory. Yeah. I just think that like to believe in anything 100 percent is naive because how does anybody know? And mm-hmm. I like I said, yes, I faith, like underlying I like, hey, be a good person while you're in this realm. Mm-hmm. But I just think that to think that, you know, anything beyond yeah. that is ignorant. Yeah. So one of the questions pivoting to the actual questions we got about mm-hmm. religion uh, is how often do people retain beliefs in a higher power after leaving religion due to sexuality? like a lot of queer people are spiritual in a way or find um, not Christianity, but like a form of higher power. But I just think that or well, this is religion, Um, but even in even any religion, really, I think that's there's a lot of um, hippie dippiness in like queer people that overlaps with spirituality, but I don't know if that's a universal thing. Like that's just one brand of queer. Yeah. And I think like, obviously not everyone leaves religion due to their sexuality. Like the last two women Mm -hmm. I dated were both Christians and one was kind of like Christian, but, and like believed in God. And I don't know how much she like prayed, but she was like Christian, but she like wasn't necessarily living the most holy life and then the Mm -hmm. other used to be like super christian and was like homophobic like she was like love the sinner hate the sin kind of thing and then like realized she was a lesbian and was like you know dealing with that um but like she still had like a belief in god but not necessarily the religion like the organized religion aspect so it was like kind of confusing for her and i was gonna say this earlier too she actually told me i like talked to her about catholicism and she was like some other kind of Christian I don't know but she was like the Christian I am we think Catholics are like crazy like you guys are like doing weird rituals and shit and I was like I had no clue like I thought this was the normal stuff I was I was like what you don't eat the little biscuits and say that it's the body and blood like you don't drink the blood of Christ you don't do that you know there's actually a lot of overlap between voodoo and Catholicism especially Mm -hmm. in New Orleans like the famous Marie Laveau who Angela Bassett's character Mm -hmm. was made after uh, created after in uh, American Horror Story like she the actual person was Mm -hmm. Catholic and practiced voodoo like as a former Catholic it's wild yeah no I watched this video about how like Catholicism and just like Christianity and religion in general but like my experience personally has been with Catholicism so that's all I can really like Mm -hmm. speak from but how it like is a form of like witchcraft but then they're like witchcraft is evil like that's demonic whatever but like I went to a funeral and like they have the incense that they're cleansing with and the bells that they're ringing and they're saying incantations from a book and they're singing Mm -hmm. songs together and they're standing and sitting and they're like communing like it's just all like the same thing but because it's like branded in this specific way it's seen as good but like if you 
do it in a non-Christian way, it's like, you're going to hell. And it's really confusing because if yep. you like looked at it, like from an outsider perspective and couldn't hear anything and like, just watch them do the things. Like if you were an alien, it would look exactly the same. Like it's wild. Like every time I have to go to church, which <laughs> most recently, it's an interesting for, study. Like, girls, yeah. It's like, I'm like, do they not realize what's going on here? Like they don't even know. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> wild. Um, yeah. Another question here. I'm gay, but I still feel very connected to Christianity, but I don't have any other gay Christians to connect with. And I know a lot of gays are very hostile to the idea of religion. It feels isolating and that sucks because I already feel isolated from Christianity for being gay. So it's a lose lose. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely tough. Um, but like I said, I have dated a few Christians. I know a few other Christians. Like one was even, he was like a theology major at my college and it was like a very like Catholic private school. Um, and I actually know a couple who they're, I don't know how they identify, but they're, uh, a queer couple and they're engaged and they met at a youth group, which is like wow. a not very, it's like not an accepting one either. Like, it's like a very a Christian one. youth group. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they like, we're like, fuck you guys. And oh, I don't know about that, but like they are engaged now and we're just like, whatever, we're going to live our lives. And mm -hmm. I think there definitely is a community out there. I feel like Facebook would maybe be the place to try and find people or maybe like start a local Christian group for, gay club. Yeah. Like, or even just like religion in general, if you're like uh, accepting of other people's religions, which I hope you are, because there are so many like religions that aren't cool with being queer. So you mm -hmm, can kind of mm -hmm. come together and form a community over that. But I was also thinking like there, there are some churches in my area that are more like accepting of queer people and like their signs outside they'll be like love is love or like just like the one is like you know that's where all the gay people go like it, it's just like known for that um so maybe like going to those kinds of churches would be good for you yeah, and like, there's one in my town that has a big rainbow out front and I was yeah. like oh look the real yeah. Christians yeah yeah the ones and I also who actually think, preach love yeah <laughs> I I feel like that would be the best way to go about it. Um, you could also post on hot mess being hotties and say that you're seeking Christian or religious friends. Um, that's definitely an option as well. I know it's really isolating because we feel isolated by religion usually. And so a lot of us disconnect from it, but there are definitely people out there who aren't disconnected from it. So yeah. I think you can find your people. I agree. So another question we got is how can one embrace their religion or tradition again after being excluded from it for being queer? Um, I think you have to kind of figure out the parts of it that were harmful to you and the parts that were not. And then mm. you can obviously go back and embrace the parts that were not perfect example. I just talked about how I'm always going to love the Christian music because as much as like I'm making a joke about how much like it's really good and it slaps but like mm -hmm. at the end of the day like I loved being in a group where everyone was singing and there was different parts and like part of that is because I'm a theater kid at heart part of that is mm -hmm. just a sense of community and that's something that not only do I feel comfortable embracing but even my atheist friend like Loki feels comfortable embracing and I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure she was still atheist like even while we were still going to camp 
And she was really just going for like the community aspect and things. And so there is Mm -hmm. like a lot of good that you might be able to find, but you have to make sure that you're removing all the parts of it that were harmful to you. Yeah. And I like, obviously I don't know everything about every religion because I'm not Wikipedia, but like, I don't think that there are any religions that are like inherently good or inherently bad or that have like every member of the religious community is inherently good or inherently bad. Like those are just like complete extremes that are not possible. So like Gina said, I think embrace the good things and the things that made you feel good about the religion. My other A little tidbit of advice for this is to read this book that I read a few years ago that I really liked. It's by someone named Tomas Prower, P-R-O-W-E-R. It's called Queer Magic, LGBT Spirituality and Culture from Around the World. And it's about like a bunch of different religions and like the history of religion and like queer stories. Like they have gay stories, they have trans, non-binary stories, like um, information about like certain religions do recognize like third genders and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it had like a lot of interesting stuff and I feel like if you want to like re-embrace your religion it would be good to kind of give yourself knowledge about the aspects of it that aren't super heteronormative so yeah yeah I think with that we can take a little break um we'll be right back Right. We are back. Our next question is how do I tell my Christian friend that I'm gay? What kind of Christian are they? Yeah. Like what's the response? Because I think we said this in a past episode where if you kind of know what their response is going to be, like how much of yourself do you want to share with them? How much of the relationship do you want to continue if you know they're not going to be accepting and it's like like you shouldn't have to like hide yourself or like mold yourself into a certain person to get love from someone else like they should just love you for you like you shouldn't have to like be something specific for them to like you so like you probably shouldn't be friends with them if it's gonna like come to that but also how much of it do you not know about like maybe there's a way that you can subtly ask questions about how they feel about things before like I know that's like a thing that people do they'll be like Mm -hmm. mom and dad like what do you think about gay people like before they come out because they like want to see maybe how they'll be received so like obviously not that big but I think that there are ways to like kind of ask and see if it's worth it and if it doesn't feel worth it or you don't think it's going to be positive maybe that's not someone you want in your life because you deserve to be loved and accepted by your friends for who you are and not because some sky daddy said like you're bad actually <laughs> sky daddy <laughs> it's so sky i love daddy. that so funny <laughs> sky daddy I'm no, like, sky daddy was like they're going to the bad place that i created and i'm sending them there but also i made them this way but also they're breaking rules and it's really right. confusing and it's just like don't you love me for me instead of this thing that might not even be real like I love that like faith can be positive for people but like if you're just using it to like hate on people or like love the sinner hate the sin kind of thing like that doesn't feel good either (laughs) those those people are right in front of you they do exist so maybe just like treat them with kindness and compassion yeah I don't (laughs) understand the idea of like God created temptation like what kind of fucked up game is that like what you know what I mean like (laughs) 
I, I don't really, I, I don't know. I feel yeah. like there is an underlying, like to me, sin is like you're purposely harming another person. Mm-hmm. And that has been warped to just like mean all these other rules. I don't know. Mm-hmm. In the, in the instance of this question, like, how do you tell your Christian friend? My thought is like, this could go a couple different ways. So like you tell them and they don't agree with your lifestyle, which is obviously bullshit. And then you clearly realize that that's not a person who's bringing good energy into your life or you tell them and they're cool with it. And then you don't have to hide the secret from them anymore. But here's the other thing is that if time goes on and you haven't told them and they're actually somebody who would accept you and has no problem with anything and there's no reason to actually be hiding the secret. You're kind of hurting your friendship then by keeping that secret. Mm-hmm. So I would personally yeah. think it's better to just tell them because the op- like if you don't do that, then eventually when they find out, they're going to be like hurt that you felt like you couldn't tell them. And if you do just tell them and they react badly, then they're the asshole. And that's that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I just don't think it's good to like keep big secrets from your friends mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, that's not going to do well in the end if they actually are a friend who mm-hmm. would support you. Yeah. And like, just because they're Christian, like, I know that we're like assuming here that these people are like inherently homophobic, but like mm-hmm. my grandma was like super Catholic. She's a person I went to church with every week and she made me go to Sunday school and she was like super Catholic. She also had tons of gay friends. She would go to the gay bar and hand out condoms because she was a nurse that specialized in STDs. Like she like was really like in the queer community. Her next door neighbors were lesbians. Like she was cool with people. Um, So I don't think like Christianity and homophobia necessarily are like, there's some intertwining for sure, but it doesn't, it's not like inherent. Like some people don't subscribe to that part of the religion. So I think it just depends on this friend in general. And if you really want someone in your life who is going to be judging you and you know, pitying you because you're going to hell or like trying to save your soul. Like, mm-hmm. cause like there are people that play fantasy football. I don't agree with that lifestyle. I don't agree with your lifestyle. If you like the only music you listen to is country music. Like I, I don't quote unquote agree with that lifestyle. Like it doesn't apply to me, but I don't think you should go to hell for it. It's just not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, I think really it's not, different not agreeing it with it. And it's right. just like not being what you want for yourself. Right. Like there's yeah. no problem with you saying that's not mm-hmm. how I want to live. But then like, who are you to tell anybody else? Right. Yeah. Like your religion, just because you subscribe to that doesn't mean that everyone around you does or should. And I feel like more people need to like have a better like individual relationship with religion instead of this colonizing mindset about religion and mm-hmm. like about like getting everyone trying to save everyone. Maybe like if people don't want to be as quote unquote saved like they don't have to be <laughs> just focus on you she don't want to be saved don't <laughs> save her she don't, don't want to be saved. saved this is the musical episode we're feeling the power of jesus in our hearts <laughs> i'm really in a singing mood today i don't know <laughs> um, holy spirit has moved me just kidding holy spirit activate holy spirit what's that from activate. what's that's that from? a tiktok sound um <laughs> but it's i think it's from like a talk show or some sort of mm reality show or something oh mm. I know it is because I remember see, she's talking to Steve Harvey so it's some game oh, show yeah. she's like, hold on holy spirit. is it from I family did. feud <laughs> probably okay so, so going funny. back to the questions another question we got was will I ever stop feeling like I let my family down by being gay 
this is a hard question to answer because I don't know the dynamic of this particular family, but like Mm -hmm. for me, even with, um, you know, not really sure where my family lands on everything as it relates to religion and the overlap of queerness and whatever, I just feel like if I've quote unquote, let them down, that is on them. That is not their issue to deal with. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm just mm-hmm. out here living authentically. That is uh-huh. not my job. I love this. is My favorite thing that RuPaul's ever said, what other people think of me is none of my fucking business. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. I don't know that there's any way to stop feeling that way unless you reframe the situation in your mind. And, you know, like, what about will they ever feel like they stopped letting you down because they're choosing sky daddy over their child who happened to go mm-hmm. against sky daddy's rules. Like, well, like, but it's also ever... not even his rules. It's rules that some random yeah, person a who claimed to be his disciple, yeah. a random human man wrote down. And now we've all yeah. subscribed to it for literal centuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, I'll just leave that there. Yeah. Yeah. And we just have to reframe it in our mind, I think, because like, I'm just telling you here, you did not let them down. And if they make you feel that way, like, you don't have to, like, believe that because mm-hmm. it's not true. It's just what the religion and maybe your family in particular and maybe society even, like, has projected onto you that if you are sinning in this way, then you're, like, letting them down or you're hurting them. And it's just not true. Like, you're living authentically. They should be happy that you felt like you could come out to them or just even if you're not out like just be gay instead of doing what a lot of other queer people do or have done in the past which is one like live a life that's inauthentic and very painful and negative or you know just like took very drastic measures to escape the religious like persecution Mm. of being queer and it's just like they should be happy that you are living your life the way you want to and that you're happy but I just you didn't let them down and the only way to like change it is to like reframe the situation in your mind and tell yourself that every time you think like I let them down I'm such a failure you have to like talk back to yourself and be like actually you didn't they're letting you down by not accepting you no matter what because that's what your family should do Mm -hmm. wow mic drop (laughs) I agree no I totally agree um I do want to note too a lot of the questions that we got were surrounding Christianity and I think like I mentioned a lot of the spotlight in religion gets put on Christianity because it's like the dominant one in culture for some reason which is Mm -hmm. weird to me because there's a lot of different religions all around the world and uh if we're basically in like a Christian theocracy like so much of christianity rules the laws in the u.s mm-hmm. so oh like, for sure yeah in the u.s specifically especially um but i only bring that up to note that if it feels like we've really had christianity as a forefront of this episode mm-hmm. as a religion it's only because a that's both of our experiences and we're talking about our experiences and b because that's where a lot of the questions uh come from so just wanted mm-hmm. to note that before yeah. we go into this last sort of a question, um, we are going to move on from Christianity. I'm laughing because this question is hilarious. It's not really a question. Somebody just wrote to us and <laughs> said, I don't like astrology. Okay. <laughs> that's, it. that's what the hell they said. Like, it's not 
necessary like I mean I'm sure some people do incorporate in- incorporate it into their religion or you know worship it in some ways but like the majority of people it's just like pop astrology like it's just for fun or like it is knowledge. a practice though yeah it's a, it's a practice and it's been used it's been used as like a method of tracking trends across yeah. a bunch of different categories like farming and nature and everything like for centuries moon cycles is literally yeah, just a part cycles. of like nature and fact and yeah it's, yeah yeah <laughs> and it, yeah so it's like definitely a thing I guess if you're not into it you're not into it I'm not into organized religion I'm not, like that you're not gonna convince me otherwise um and you shouldn't try to and I'm not trying to convince this person either but <laughs> it's it's usually uh when most people talk about astrology I feel like they're not seeing it as a religious thing so it was very funny that we got this submission for this topic in particular right, yeah it yeah. did come in specifically under religion and I did like I said it is a practice so I like kind of get it but I do think you're right a lot of the way people use astrology is very like colloquially and mm-hmm. lightheartedly I bet this person was an earth sign. That's all I I mean. (laughs) Also with astrology, it's just like you said, like it's data collection. And Mm -hmm. so these are like centuries worth of patterns of saying people born in this time frame tend to act this way. And people who have this pattern in their chart, you know, tend to have this much aggression and this much Mm -hmm. compassion and nurturing and blah, 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 blah. Right. Or like these kinds of experiences. Yeah. It's just fun to see yourself reflected. So, Mm -hmm. um, does it overlap with religion? I don't know about that, but it's just like <laughs> a fun aspect of life. I love astrology. Yeah. So whatever. It's yeah. okay that you don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you for <laughs> listening. Please give us a rate, a review, give us five stars and tell a friend about us. You can also follow us on all social media at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for Twitter, which is just at Sapphic Survival. You can DM us your questions. We post question boxes. You can also email us sapphicsurvivorguide at gmail.com. And we recently made a Google number that you can call if you are in the US, 724-209-8877. That will also be in our episode description. If you're outside the US, you can send us a voice note to the email. And if you call the number and leave a voicemail or send us a voice note, unless you say so in your message, you are giving us permission to play it on the podcast. You can also subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide. And then you can follow me anywhere online at the Libra including my website, thelibragina.com. And um, hello, season two is well underway. So go give a listen to um, hello, wherever you listen to podcasts for Jersey Shore season two. <laughs> and you can find me Cheyenne at Hot Mespian on pretty much any social media platform out there. With that, class is now dismissed. Bye. Bye.